www.mood.tv All right, the last listen. I had to punt on the last episode. It's not my fault. I was looking at dick pics and kittens. It's not. That's. It's not, I didn't wake up that morning going, "Oh, this is what I'm going to do." But <laughs> it, it just sometimes it, it it plays out that way. But the, it's amazing how much the cats do look like the um the wieners. I'll, I'll do my I'll do my best to drive the content to dick pics at all times. Yeah, <laughs> the dick pic episode. The last one was the dick pic episode. Yeah, the last yeah. one wasn't enough. Ooh. Oh, that reminds me, I gotta start posting some cat pics on Instagram because, you know, it's a yes. whole new spin on the dick pic because I do think there's something too. If if you pair your di- if you're gonna send a dick pic, which I don't really understand the concept of because I mean, if I were to send a dick pic, everybody would just send question marks like a bunch of question marks back, so it wouldn't really work for me. But if you were were, were to send one, you know, why not pair it with like a cuddly kitten that looks the same? I think it would take the edge off. Hilarious. I didn't know that was a thing. It wasn't until last week. <laughs> it's not a thing. Yeah, it's not a thing until the last podcast episode that Meredith was a really sweet and said, all right, I'm I'm game. Yes, thank you guys for stepping up. Well, she wanted to ask about your dicks, actually. That was going to be the question. But I said, you know, in, in all of my history of this podcast, I don't know how much they love talking about, not the same zeal that I have for talking about my little skin <laughs> Certainly tag. Certainly not. So... You know, it's not it's not quite the same. So I think we, we you avoided a bullet on that one with Meredith doing it. Well, thank well, God for great. that. <laughs> All right, on that note, this is let me ask you a question. We have a we have a whole fresh week. We have a, it's very special today. We have a very very special guest that we we go way back with, but now but now becoming a big a big shot big shot in L.A. We have Jonathan Fernandez. You could see him on Lethal Weapon on Fox. He's here. He's here right next right yeah. next to me. Yeah, well, medium shot. I don't know if a big shot just yet. Maybe small shot is still more accurate. How about medium? Right Sweet, there. Medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right between small <laughs> right and medium. Sweet spot. I think that's pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> All right, a medium shot. We have a medium shot right next to me, but I feel good. Well, because we also shot. know how good the mediums look. So. <laughs> yeah, everybody likes a medium. And yeah. and back and back from their their sad absence that let. Ab- absence. That's not really a word. Absence that left a big hole <laughs> in my heart. I have a bad abscess. <laughs> Back from their bad abscess. Uh, we have we have EJ5000 in the flesh. Hello, hello, world. So so glad to be back. I'm excited to talk to these. We have we have. The, this is going to be fun. I can't even talk. I'm so excited. This is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Are you tingly? I feel a little tingly. I am. I feel a, yeah. a quiver. Uh, and we have Gregaman. Heyo. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, too, yeah, this is awesome. It's like just being able to see your faces, albeit virtually, and see Anthony again and just like we've known each other for so many years. This is really, really great. This feels good. I mean, and like even how how close we are. Yeah, we're very close. I mean, our 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 knees are kind of touching and not not touching. Uh, That's part of the show, Anthony does that <laughs> yeah I, I sit i sit too close to all my guests so it's your knees are touching and then jonathan pulls his leg away <laughs> and then your knee goes a little closer again until he pulls it away and eventually we'll just see the side of jonathan well it's, as uh, he's uh, trying to avoid him well the title <laughs> the title is let me ask you a question in parentheses close by right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah close thighs Close uh, there you go. Uh, all right. Well, in uh, I have I have prepared a question. I have a new question for a brand new question for this week, and I I can't wait to hear all of your answers. And uh, what do you think? Should I should I fire it off? Here's the question. The question is: If you were raised not by humans, but by animals, what animals would you choose to be your parents? 
This could be adorable. It could not be. But we're getting a choice, though. It's not like what we would be. Absolutely. I mean, you know, all right, here's the deal, though. You are human. So if you're going to choose, like, like that fish that has, like, the jangly light down at the bottom of the sea. Oh, anglerfish, yeah. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. it's going to be it's gonna be dicey because you are human, and they'll have had to come up to the surface and deal with you on your little boat, Life of Pi style. Like, you are human. So, th- so our consciousness somehow goes, whoop. It's one of them things. It's not like... Yeah, well, we, we are a human consciousness. We are in you, that. Animal. Yeah, you're you. You're gotcha. you're a human. You just happen to get raised by an anglerfish. So, I don't know. You're more interested in the dark or something. How you know, how old are you? Like, were you whisked away at, like, at birth? It's like it's like Romulus and Remus, you know, founding Rome with their with their wolf with their wolf parents. Right. But you know, but instead it's. But we've warped back with our 33 year old consciousnesses at the same time. Like we have the experience of human life and then get to go back. Yes. Yeah. We have. We, yeah. We okay. have human life. We are. We are our ages right now. But our child rearing days were lived out with this animal. So. Child rearing. Yeah, they reared Sorry. you. They, <laughs> you. You got reared. Uh, all right. Who would you get reared by? <laughs> not. This is not a sexual harassment thing. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's hard to not think about just whatever your favorite animal is and just choosing that. I think. Oh, we can start with that. What's your favorite I animal? Think, I mean, hands down, cheetah. Like, no doubt. Oh, the cheetah. <sighs> yeah. Like, have I'm, you always been drawn to the cheetah? I have. And, and I went to a zoo recently, and I probably stared at the... Like, the cheetah I spent the most time with, and I stared... I was there probably for, like, 10 minutes, just looking at the creature, like, moving back and forth. And I was just like, this is an insane animal. I can't believe it exists. You lingered. You lingered on the cheetah. Oh, yeah. It was a cheetah linger for sure. Yeah. The old um, cheetah linger. Yeah. All right. So uh, what, drew, what drew you to that? And what makes you think that if you're going to be raised by cheetahs, what do you think you would be more adept at? Uh, I, it, it just feels like it's like a really inf- efficient, smart animal. Like it's built exactly to do the things it's, uh, it's, it does. So it's like the, the fact that it's, it reaches an insane speed is amazing. But then also can uh, it uses that speed to hunt, but then it's also smart in how it hunts and it doesn't always go by itself and they hunt in packs and like all this stuff. And it just seems like it's just very streamlined for its existence. It doesn't have like that bullshit mane that lions have, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need, <laughs> like yeah. why do you need so much hair? It makes no sense. And uh, <laughs> and so it, coming from a guy who has a lot of, <laughs> a lot of hair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like, yeah, Carry I just like lo- the mane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's just that that's what I've always really liked about that animal that it's just like it's very very efficient. It's like a the Tesla of uh of animals. Yeah, I could totally see that. So you think and it totally makes sense why Cheetos went for them. I mean, <laughs> Cheetos are efficient, fast, um, fast. orange. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you be able to independently move your shoulder blades while stalking? Oh, yeah. Kind of like mean, the cheetah does, right? That's yeah, that's the move. Mm. That's the whole move. <laughs> they're, like, they're all yeah. like, you know, can't see this at home. This is an audio medium, but I, I know what's going on. But just so slinky. And then like the patterns that they have on, on their face, like, uh, um, you know, like the black lines on the face, like everything about it just looks, I don't know. It's just a beautiful creature. It is a beautiful creature. Isn't there the cheetah guy or is that a leopard? The guy that got the tattoos all over his, all over mm. his body. Like he oh, got yeah. the print of some cat everywhere on his body. I know it is a spotted feline, but I don't know which one. Yeah, I'm not sure which yeah. spo- what kind of spots those are. Because that person also has the implants on his uh, upper lip, right? Yes. So make it puffy totally. and has the whiskers. Yeah, the whiskers. Just yeah. so he's not as cool, we'll call him a leopard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But not a leopard. But what about the parents? Because it's one thing to be a beautiful, serene cat, but 
you're being reared here. So is there something <laughs> specifically about the cheetah's upbringing that, that drew you to those animals, uh, to that animal? I don't. I think it's just like if I know. Okay, so when you you were still a human, so it's not like you were raised to be. You're not an actual cheetah, right? You're still like not human. an actual cheetah. Yeah, because I don't really know about the, like how they treat their young. I know like if it's any like lions, I do know more about because I recently watched a thing on them. But uh, but they're posers with their fucking haircuts. So. Po- straight posers, but like I think. <laughs> but I know like you know the the. Like other lions come around and and uh, other male lions and like eat the cubs and stuff like that. Oh shit! So tough, I, mm. tough childhood. Yes, yeah, so I wonder if uh, cheetahs do the same or not. I don't know because that'd be it might be a kind of just had an image of a cheetah dragging you around like a child, <laughs> but like you know like a baby cheetah fits and they lift them up, but you're just kind of dragging like right. limp bodied, full feet dragged behind. <laughs> they well, can't so, find your scruff, so they're just like eating your neck, I guess, as they as they carry you around. Well, few animals have like what you would consider to be a good upbringing, right? Most of them are dangerous. Yeah. I mean, it's a rough yeah, world yeah. out there for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know what the well, cheetahs got going on answer. as far as childhood. But, I mean, you're sitting here. You're next to me. Mm-hmm. You made it. I made it. it yeah, all, yeah, It yeah, all true. worked out okay. True. And I think if you were going to have <laughs> cheetah parents, I think the lessons you would learn, I guess, would, would get you through life fairly, fairly well. You know, you, you're sleek. You're not maladjusted. <laughs> Like, I, I wonder what animals are, like, really fucking maladjusted when they grow up. Like, birds, well, cheetah, cheetahs, bird shit. Cheetahs is a good choice, but, like, alligators will eat their own babies. Right. Like, a lot of other animals will eat their own rats, rabbits. So, most mammals will actually eat, but I don't, I, yeah, I don't think cheetahs are specifically known for that. So, that's that's pretty good, you know? That's not, that's not so bad. Can you imagine the also, pet therapy? God. Yeah, because so many of them, too, it's like, they just, there's always a thing of, like, other male creatures, like, going around and eating like random like in uh in the ocean for instance like like so many eggs are eaten by just random animals so it's like hard to yeah you know or even like you know turtles and stuff it's just like the the chance of you making it is ridiculous like to make it from the sand to the ocean or whatever yeah um, and you're on a tv show right <laughs> it's going well this is going well to say, it's slightly less ridiculous if you think of a human putting behind a bunch of baby animals oh, to totally. get you, like, yeah, you know, right? it's you and a bunch of sea turtles crawling towards the sea and you just throw in baby <laughs> sea turtles and then other men going up to the babies and just randomly eating them like popcorn <laughs> oh god the therapy would just be so nuts <laughs> if animals could go to therapy all right uh all right ej or greg man do you have a, do you have an animal of choice I went two places, so I'll throw them out both. Uh, the first, my head went to Kiwi, but kind of because, like, oh, Jonathan Kiwi. said, like, I think it would just be cool to be a Kiwi, mm. but I have no clue. I have, I don't even know. I know they're, they come from eggs. I, do they even come from eggs? Aren't they one of, are they one of those weird I live birds? I thought you were birds? talking about fruit. I think, I think they hatch. <laughs> well, they are, I think yeah, they they're, hatch they're birds, too. right? Yeah, I think they Well, hatch. there are one or two birds, I think, that are live birth, just like every animal has Really? Their, they just plop out of the cloaca cool. like that? Just fall I'm like a sack I'm not sure. I have to look that up. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not completely certain. But then, like, I don't know anything about them. But then I thought Australia or New Zealand, be cool to be a kangaroo bait, like a little pup, yeah. getting carried around in a little warm mucus sack. Yeah, be yeah. Pretty nice. I think riding around the pouch would be really nice. And I bet you'd have, like, real cozy home feelings. Like, I bet they have mommy issues. Yeah, big we time. characterize kangaroos as being kind because of that. So, you know, I think that'd be a good one, you know? You got a potential to be a prize fighter. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you have basically one career path that's like straight <laughs> before you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, out of those two, which one do you prefer? Do you want to be the flightless bird or <laughs> what's the, what's the stature of a kiwi? What, what's the dimensions on that puppy? I think they're pretty squat. 
It's small, right? I think it's a pretty squat They're bird, and it's things. got this like really long, super long beak, mm-hmm. uh, and it's flightless. So it's got like stubby little mm-hmm. legs. I think it's certainly not efficient. I don't. I mean, it doesn't seem like the kind most the efficient opposite. bird. Yeah, it seems inefficient, but but it's also really adorable. And so there's something to be said for the adorable factor. Although I guess in the rough world of of the animal kingdom. Uh, they're going to eat you. It, it doesn't matter how cute you are. Well, you're also not adapting the cuteness traits of these animals. Where we have established that we're humans, so it's not like you get to look like a cute yeah, little right. kiwi. You're just raised by. Yeah, him. you're raised by him. So, but maybe you would grow up to be so charming. You know, maybe there would be a certain amount of charm. Like I think the translation, because you have to think about this too. The translation of of facets of animals or how we stereotype animals, those traits on you as a human might benefit you. So a kiwi. You would be so, like, you would look so put upon, and maybe people would kind of pity you, and you would, you would get ahead because of uh, the kindness of others. Or they'd take advantage of you. Or they would just fuck you over, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah with what you just say. said, that actually is pushing me back towards the kangaroo, because people <laughs> personify kangaroos to be kind, and or kick-ass fighters, and or take care of their babies in their pouches. And those are, those are three traits that would be positive. Yeah, because kangaroo, kangaroos yeah. Are, can be super aggro. Yes. They, oh, yeah. And we eat them. It's not like they're like the chicken. They're like mammal chickens down in Australia. Right. So like you're you think your life would be safe. But if you didn't become a box, if you didn't make it into fight and you'd be a chicken nugget, you yeah, know, Yeah, yeah. Ah, but, but they're also so cute. I mean, that's actually a really good combo because you go around, you look like so charming. You got your little warm pouch that your little kid could get in. And then you just punch people in the face yeah. and you don't even <laughs> It's not, it's not something for you, and everybody, you see a, a, a kangaroo doing that, and you go, yeah, I get it. I mean, this is, the, this is the kangaroo lifestyle. You see them in all the memes, like, punching the shit out of stuff. But, <laughs> but at the same time, I think they're viewed as being very cute and cuddly. Is there That's a, a great combo. Is there a cozier upbringing than the, the, than the, the Joey? The, the, the yeah, right? Yeah, the life of the pouch. Of I don't think so. Pa- pouch I life? mean, depending on how you feel about possums, I think, I mean, they're ugly, but they, they have a pretty cute existence. They cling on the back. Cling on and the, they have pouches but too. The, but clinging on the back, you still have to exert energy, whereas the Joey just can chill in the pouch. Yes. It's true. It's true. Yes, you could set up shop in there. Get your little Tiffany lamp real cozy. <laughs> read, yeah. read your little books. I would love to see like cigarette smoke coming out of the, t- the top of the pouch. <laughs> just real relaxed in there. <laughs> you see the top of the bong coming out of the, the yeah, pouch. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Nag Champa smells everywhere. It's yeah. Like converting the pouch to like a small one bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Love what you did with it's the studio, place. but I've separated it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mama, Mama Joey looks down there and go, oh, the Joey's only the kid, right? Yeah. Joey's can only be kids. Yeah. Unless the parent's name <laughs> is Joey. Joey. Yeah, there's no Mama Joey. All right, all right. I do not know about <laughs> kangaroo youth. Kangaroo youth, I do not know about. All right. But kangaroo uh, youth is a great kangaroo band youth? name. <laughs> Yeah, we should actually let's start practicing immediately when this phone call is done. Uh, all right, Greg, a man, what do you got? Uh, it seems cliche, but I mean, something in the primate kingdom. I'd want like a either like a chimpanzee, yeah, mm. or an ape. And, but I mean, I, I I just want to learn how to jump and swing from trees like that. I mean, if you're, I, what about the bonobo community? Do you have strong feelings about the different communities? Um, no. Uh, I just, I mean, I'm just saying that because I just really like bonobos. I think they have a very healthy, uh, healthy approach to living. Like, they, the, don't, they don't really fight. Hold on, I'm double checking the bonobo. And ape uh, children are general, or generally really taken care of. Yeah, right? that's like, what definitely. I was thinking too, yeah. yeah. They're like tended for almost like, you know, close to humans. Right. But talking about that warring stuff like the cheetahs, I mean, primates, they have actual 
the, another an, a, analog of war, and they will sweep in and kill a whole other troop. So, right. I mean, yeah, but that means but they grew up tough too. You're already human, so you're pretty adapt. You, you get it. Yeah, it would, it would probably be the closest relationship you would have in any other animal. Yeah, you got thumbs. Oh yeah, the opposable thumbs. <laughs> yeah, true. Bring it on. Yeah, absolutely. Grandma stuff. I just feel like they're gonna teach me a lot of things that um, I can do now, but potentially better. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Conjugating verbs. Like polygamy. <laughs> uh, I read this. I read. Well, I read this amazing book called Sex at Dawn, and it was all about bonobos. Like it was really about bonobos and their approach to their approach to life. It's like there no nobody gets upset because they're just walking around banging each other, and they're all so well set. Like I and then I went to the zoo and I looked in the cage and I saw I saw with my little eye I saw a, a male bonobo like just laying in the grass and he had his arm around a female and they looked like so like such bliss and I, I said of the of the primate kingdom that seems like the place to be they're all blowing off steam you're just chilling they're all blowing all right, I, I can I can get down specific and say bonobos I'm I okay mean, with that it just seems like a nice lifestyle because I think they're not um, they don't fight each other very much it's not like some other communities where you get the runt and like just total pariahs and if you fuck with the alpha they're gonna destroy your life I think everybody's kind of on equal footing in the bonobo world mm. I like that I mean, you know, just throwing it out there. Don't mean to push you into the bonobo lifestyle, but... <laughs> well, I'll just be the great defender of the bonobos if there's ever trouble. <laughs> true. Yeah. Oh, th- yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was thinking, too, it's like I didn't take in, into account the actual environment that you'd be in because I would hate prairie life. Like, I <laughs> Oh, would, my God. Prairie life is mm-hmm. just <laughs> horrible. Like, I would rather... Some grass on a rock. Yeah, because, like, all this bonobos talk, I was like, that's where I would rather be. It like, seems a little more fun. Oh, yeah, a jungle for sure. Um, yeah. The prairie is—it's uh, a—it's a desolate wasteland. Oh yeah, just stalking around the plains all day, <laughs> mm-hmm. just staying real low all the time. <laughs> no shade, barely any shade from the sun. And yeah, sure, cats get to sleep for eighteen hours a day, but they have to. They got no energy. Yeah, you know, sucks. they got to wait for the next meal. It's so hot. No wonder everybody's yeah. eating their young out there. It's just boredom. It's like, <laughs> it seems like some, this is just something to do. You would say, you'd see them say if you interrupted them eating yeah. their young. Uh, yeah, I guess prairie life would not be. It wouldn't be ideal, would it? No, I, it'd be far from ideal. Is this changing? Your, are you having a change of heart? I think I'm so attached to the cheetah that it's not. Yeah, I mean the cheetah mm, is something. It's not a deal breaker. But if there is a cheetah that lived in the jungle, or like a, like a panther, for instance, um, but it's still not the same animal, though. No, definitely not the same animal. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I think we're at a, we're at a stopping point. We're going to take our little break here. We're gonna we're gonna mull over the life of the cheetah and the environs. The idea of being a bonobo and just going around and footloose fancy free. <laughs> or uh, maybe being a kangaroo, getting on your little boxing gloves, in your pouch, you know, whatever. All right, everybody, think about your animals, and we will be right back in uh, Two Shakes of a Lamb's Tail, which is not my animal. All right, <laughs> be right back. And- a six-year-old cow named Toots, who has displayed amazing intelligence in figuring how to keep herself from getting thirsty on a farm where no pond is handy. With her horn operating the pump handle, Toots has developed just the right rhythm. Up, down, over, and drink. Cows need water to make milk. They're far from the most intelligent animals, but Toots is one cow who, it can be said, really uses her head. Shining shoes is no problem for apes, the smartest of animals who quickly learn to work 
and to be paid for it. This chimpanzee is obviously up to something. And this cat knows it. And he knows she knows. Into the jam. But here's the boss. This chimp shows he knows right from wrong, and this isn't right. And so, off for the cleanup, demonstrating that even in the animal world, crime does not pay. Her turn comes next. Looks like revenge, but the cat will be all right, a little wiser and cleaner, although cats are perfectly able to clean themselves. Scientists say the behavior of chimpanzees, members of the ape family, is determined by learning and experience. He's had his experience, and the cat is having hers. Whoops, someone's coming. They aren't waiting to see who, and neither are we. All right, so now we're back from the break, and uh, since we have an old friend, we thought we would do some old fact trivia. And oh, so yeah. this isn't about you. This is actually about us, and these are facts oh, no. that you may or may not know about us. And so I'm going to read a fact about either host Anthony, co-host Gregor Mann, or myself, producer EJ, and you just say which one of us you think it is. Okay, cool. Okay, so here we go. Uh, question number one. Hit a porcupine with his car and popped all four of his car tires. Oh my god, no way that's true. Uh hit a porky where are porcupines even? Um I think there's some in North America. I'm trying to think of like who I would imagine to travel more. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, to make it harder, I'm gonna say there's still porcupines in Bushkill, so Yeah, we really? all four of us grew up in the same <laughs> town and so I knew that they were in North America, but I didn't know like that specifically where we were from. Uh, you townies, you know, you townies didn't know that, like us mountain folk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, man, all right. I guess I'll, I'm I'm gonna have to just uh, I'm just gonna take a stab and say uh, or take a prickle because it's <laughs> oh, hard. that's good. And uh, say, Greg, roll topped. No, that that's incorrect. That is incorrect. Not that's host what? Anthony. Yeah, I definitely exploded. Really? Yeah, it exploded. It exploded. <laughs> the whole thing. I definitely don't want porcupine parents because that was just <laughs> enough. I, I was coming around the corner. Remember, like the S turn in my old house. Like, there's a crazy fucking uh, swirly thing to get up to my house in Winona Lakes. And I come around the corner, and, and a big fat <clears throat> lumbering porcupine was there, and it was too quick, and I hit it, and it exploded. Wow. And and I remember coming out of my house the next morning, and my mother was picking quills out of all the tires, and they were all flat. So holy, I shit. got my comeuppance, but that thing, I guess, did die. So yeah, there is that. But uh, yeah, I had no idea that we had porcupines up there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Wild. Yeah, I saw a couple of them. And that <laughs> one, I think they're nocturnal too, aren't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was trawling around. This was definitely a nighttime incident. But um, yeah, I did a real vanishing act with that porcupine. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. All right. Do you have another one? Uh, sure. Not, not as quite as entertaining as that one, of course. But invented the pizza lito, which is a slice of pizza with a mozzarella stick inside of it. I would say that that's Greg. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Two. Oh, but it two. Is not. Also, also host Anthony. Really? 
Yeah, also me. Dude, this it, whole thing's fixed. In, in mo- I'm getting in a moments. real good idea of what Jonathan thinks of me right now. No, I mean, because you know, you, you know what? It's because it was food, because it was food, I went to Greg because I know I, this is this makes no sense, but uh, because I, you're friends with, with uh, Sukchai and True. he had the Thai place. And I associate my knowledge of Sukchai with you, and that's literally the only reason I said I went to Craig. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fat kid by association, I think, is what John just said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and Sukchai. Hopefully Sukchai listens, and then he can know that Jonathan thinks we're both fat kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not a great point of pride for Meredith and I that we invented the pizza lito, but... It shouldn't be. It's disturbing, but probably delicious. So what? So it's a slice of pizza with a mozzarella stick. Yeah, you, you you get a slice of pizza, yeah. and and you roll a mozzarella stick <laughs> up in the slice of pizza, and you eat it like a little burrito. That's amazing. It's very healthy. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, it makes you feel pretty good. All right. Uh, any any more? Uh, let's just do one more. Okay. So All right, one yeah, more. Yeah. <clears throat> Greg. Often, it's Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Often played the video game Smash Brothers while naked, casually with his college roommates. Uh, uh, I mean, because of the rhythm I mean, of this so far, I would say Greg. I would say Anthony because <laughs> the previous two were Anthony. You guessed uh, correctly. Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah, those are all me. Those are all. If I had only done them all at the same time, if I could have been in a car with a bunch of naked men eating pizza litos while I ran over the porcupine <laughs> and playing Smash Bros. and playing Smash Brothers somehow, I think that would have really sealed the deal. Oh, well, uh, wow. I guess I have a weird history we yeah, do have other questions specific. on the list but you know those will be for future guests and uh, i think they're so i think we've Jonathan. heard enough actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah the picture has been painted <laughs> yeah I, I, all right okay let, I, I, let's talk about animals again this is this has been real fun real fun all right uh i i have not told you my my animal yet that i would be raised by if i could be raised by animals and mm-hmm. it would be it would be the pigeon no way. Yeah, Flesh I love pigeons. Really? Yes. I love, I absolutely love pigeons. You're the only human on the entire planet in the history of our species that has any kind of affinity toward the pigeon. I know. I'm one of, I'm one of the few, but just think, think about the pigeon. I like that they're urbane. You know, I like that they're cosmopolitan. I picture them with their little top hats and their little canes and their one, like they always have one really gnarled talon that looks like peg leg, but they don't care. Like there's a certain amount of, um, there's a certain blase, relaxed approach to living that I think the pigeon has and they live in the city and I love cities. It's yeah, like the perfect great. bird for me. I like their imperviousness to bad fortune. You know, they're just gonna, they're gonna dup. I say dup because it looks like when they walk and they move their head, it looks like they're saying dup, 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 dup. And the pigeon there's food dude. everywhere. The weather's good. I mean, if the weather's bad, you go sit on a grate. You know, it, it's pretty yeah. practical. You shit on people. You shit on everything. Yeah. <laughs> it and doesn't the, matter. And the pigeons, pigeons are like the the top tier of city dwellers. I would think, right? Because absolutely better than rats. You don't want to be a rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on the fence about the rats. Cockroaches better than cockroaches. Yeah, I just don't want to be a cockroach. I did think about roach parents for a second because they're pretty. You know, they have an interesting approach to life too. I don't think they're concerned about too much stuff. But pigeons, you know, I like that they're they they could fly. They're walking around on the ground. I just like how much I love when I walk when I'm walking to work in New York, and I love when a pigeon's in front of me, and I pretend that they're walking to work too. (laughs) And and that's how I that's how I picture my life with uh, you know if I had a pigeon mom and dad. Also, pigeons have the best real estate in the city. They'll have like all have uh, high rises. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they all disappear at a certain time. And they get up early in the morning. I like that, too. And the whole Mike Tyson connection. I mean, that's pretty awesome. I mean, yeah, if your friend is Mike Tyson, 
you got you got a good ally. Yes, <laughs> that's absolutely true. Absolutely that's true. Interesting. So I don't know the New York City pitch. I I feel like everybody in in, in New York or other cities they give them such short shrift. But I, I don't know, and it's not it's our fault that they're here. We, we took them over here because we were going to eat these birds before we decided that before we landed on the turkey, you know, or the chicken. Pigeons were going to be delicious mealtime treats. Wait, what's the origin of the pigeon? Well, I think we brought them over from the Middle East in really? an attempt that we were going to eat these birds. This was going to be our food. And then somewhere along the lines, I think we decided that we're going to eat chickens and turkeys. And so... Covered in oil? Yeah. And now they're running amok. And pigeons, they're highly trainable, too. Right. They're part of the dove family. I mean, we've actually, in World War II, we used them and this and that. They actually had pigeon-guided missiles for a while before we had heat-sinking missiles. And they right. put a little pigeon up in the, the little cockpit, and it would point and peck where the, the ships were. <laughs> I'm not sure if they actually went through with it, but there, there are hypothetical plans uh, that you can see online. But they are, but they are. the course it. of the missiles, though. Yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> so, I uh, think this is... And they also, you ever see week, the ones Anthony? with the giant cameras strapped to them? Like, giant old-fashioned cameras. There's pictures because they used to be spy pigeons. Yeah. I mean, my great-grandparents were spy pigeons. And, <laughs> and they had, like, these giant fat camera. There's, like, a little harness. It looks like a cute little harness and a big camera. And they're flying over, you know, Europe in World War II taking pictures. You know, we, we maybe owe a lot of our reconnaissance... I think people forget that they are smart, like they, especially because they're so ubiquitous in cities and they just seem like they're always in the way and stuff like that. But they, yeah, it's easy to forget that it is an intelligent creature. That's a scrappy bird. Mm -hmm. And they're just like people, like I'm sure there's like, there's always, there's some dumb people too. You know, those pigeons that are getting hit by cars, you know, that's, that's not their Einsteins and uh, (laughs) Stephen Hawking pigeons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That wouldn't be my lineage. No, none of that. None of that stuff. Plus do people, do pigeons have like a, Besides the the automobile, do they have a natural predator in the city? <laughs> not that I know of. Because people like it, it, for, in general, humans are pretty casual about pigeons. Like you get annoyed if they shit on you, obviously. But outside of that, you don't see people like trying to like get. Oh well, What's you the do. Worst you, they do. Well, they put up the little spikes. That I was they, just gonna so say, can't sit yeah, on their thing. Sure. Yeah, that is the worst. Like some some uh, some real estate is off limits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although, imagine I mean, there are to, some. Imagine going to a neighborhood that you're like, I'm going to look at houses here, but then it's just, just like spikes and shit everywhere that you're like, I can't get an apartment here. I'm not allowed. <laughs> because, of the, because of the clear yeah, spikes. Yeah, we, we got Vlad the Impaler up in there <laughs> setting up shop, so I, I, can't, I can't get in there. You know, but there are, there's got to be some weirdos. Uh, for instance, one time my girlfriend was sitting at a bar and she was talking to this woman for a long time and Meredith was going on and on about how she likes pigeons. We both like pigeons. We have like pictures of pigeons and frames in our apartment. It's like a whole thing. We're really into pigeons. Uh, but anyways, she gets done talking for, you know, five, ten minutes about how great pigeons are and this, this woman leans in and goes, they're delicious. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess, you know, there are definitely unnatural predators. Yeah, I mean, that statement is so informing about that person in oh. their life. <laughs> at, yeah, <laughs> like, at, like how she did it, like leaning like our little secret. Yeah. You know, how, do you get, how, do you, how do you get done listening to somebody talk about how, the animal that they love the most <laughs> and you hit them with, they're delicious? <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. That's kind of awesome. I feel like that's a lot of prairie talk like that, it turns out. Yeah, t- that's, that's very, uh, very similar to the prairie talk that I grew up with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is close the, to home. The, the gazelles, such nice people. Really, really great neighbors. They don't really bother anybody. Yeah. And they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think leaning in and saying secretly they're delicious about most anything is a good way to off-put yeah. somebody. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, Anthony, if you were raised by pigeons, would you be off of all bird? Because the other three of us, we don't really have that dilemma. You know, like oh, good question. I don't eat much kangaroo, but people do. But yeah, uh, you know, it's funny. I have been saying Meredith's a vegetarian, and so I have been saying to her sometimes that I, uh, I'm starting to feel a little bit more compunction about the amount of birds that I eat. I eat way too many birds. I eat a lot mm. of chicken. So. Am I answering the question you asked at all? So if you're I've, a raised pigeon, since, you, since without being raised by pigeons, you I feel eat, this way. I would assume if you're raised by pigeons, you'd be sans bird altogether. Yeah, I think I would be a you'd little... you laying it pretty heavy on the cheeseburgers again. Although, you know, I think, I think pigeons are savage fucks. It, you know, like, if they see a chicken nugget cousin sitting there, they're not going to be like... Uh, this might be bird. Yeah, but they don't True. know. Yeah, they would do that. They don't know what yeah, a nugget I have is. Seen I don't know what a nugget trying is. Trying to fly away with you know, a fried chicken. I definitely before. saw. I saw a pigeon eating a chicken nugget once, and I looked down at it, and it looked up at me, <laughs> and it winked. <laughs> it, it winked at me, and so, uh, and then it leaned in and said, "They're delicious." <laughs> <laughs> I think the real messed up thing is that there's actually pigeon in those chicken nuggets, and we've all probably had pigeon. Oh, yeah, we've had beaks and talons. And they are, in fact, delicious. They're they are yeah. very good. <laughs> yeah, they are delicious. That lady so maybe, was I know, maybe I wouldn't mind. Maybe I wouldn't reconsider eating birds. And I actually don't think pigeons would reconsider it. So if mom and dad were pigeons, they'd be like, you know, if it's there and you can eat it. Also, these other, all these other animals, if, the, if, they, if the, the main predators are eating uh, their own young, then they're all cannibalistic. Yeah, absolutely. So... Oh. Except for the, the ape. I don't think the ape eats its young. Oh, hard knock life out sure, there. Yeah, I'm not sure. Definitely not the bonobos. Yeah, the bonobos yeah. don't eat their young. That is really funny. That lady, like, best case scenario, that lady's like, they're delicious. Best case scenario, you're like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Let's go eat some pigeon. Like, yeah. where was she at with that? Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe she misheard you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what's going on. We don't see her. We don't go to that establishment anymore. Actually, mm. uh, I'm gonna go in so, there and start talking about babies. See what she. Yeah, yeah. Maybe anything's delicious to her. You know, maybe far-reaching taste. Just like no matter what the conversation is, she's always leaning into people saying they're delicious, <laughs> yeah, regardless a, of whether it's appropriate. So I just love babies. They're so cute. They're delicious. I just changed my car battery. <laughs> and actually, you know what? Maybe the, maybe the whole thing is exactly reversed from what I thought. Maybe she thought Meredith was a fucking freak talking for ten minutes about how much she loves pigeons. She goes. Well, I know I have this thing up my sleeve, and if I lean in and say they're delicious, it's yeah, going to change gotta, the tone of the conversation. I'm going to put an end to this right now. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the only way I know yeah, how. Yeah, that's one of the best outs you can have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a survival thing. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, we learned something right. today. <laughs> yeah, I feel, like, I feel like we all did. We definitely did. I think you won this week, Anthony. Uh, I feel good about the pigeon. I've yeah. always yeah. felt good about the pigeon. Especially because I've de- definitely... I, I went full circle, like, a, uh, or one end of the spectrum to the other, where initially I was like, that's a terrible choice. And then I'm like, wait, it might be a brilliant choice, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Might be the think, brilliant choice. Yeah, yeah. Kudos yeah. it was a fantastic yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And please, if you haven't, if you haven't done this already, sprint to your nearest computer and go on iTunes and leave us a review. We love that stuff. They're delicious, those, those reviews. Not in a weird way. Not in a weird way. And like a good, wholesome, old-fashioned delicious. Oh, now I'm put off from reviews. <laughs> okay, scrap that. We're going to take care of that in post. All right, and then 
And then when you're done with that, or you can do it in tandem, why don't you call in at 929-352-6173. Leave us a message. Tell us what your animal parents would be. We want to hear about your animal parents. Uh, or get at us on Insta or Twitter at Lemayak Pod, or you can even send us. We have way too many ways to even get in touch with us. <laughs> uh, so uh, just leave us a review. Let's, you know what? Let's start this week by leaving us a review, and then in other weeks we can get to you calling us, and we can work in all kinds of other stuff. But we really appreciate any reviews that you leave, and tell your friends, and have them call us at home. I'd be happy to talk to them. <laughs> um, and... Uh, you know, uh, it's been a pleasure. I've had a lovely time. This, thank you so much. Do you have any? Oh, of what else do you have coming up, Jonathan? Do you have uh, anything you can hit hit the world with? Yeah. Well, yeah. People. Uh, yeah. Lethal Weapon is on. It's it's on Tuesday nights, uh, eight o'clock. Uh, we're gonna be preempted for the World Series next week. Um, uh, always with the World Series. Always with the World Series. I've been pretty light in the first ep- uh, four episodes, but I'm gonna be in the rest of the season pretty much. And two hundred eight episode two hundred eight, which I think is gonna be the th- week of Thanksgiving. Is the first time you find out about Scorsese's deal, yes. uh, the, the character oh, I play, yes. and, and yeah, so it's going to be a Scorsese story. So that's that's the one to look out for. Yeah, I say you've been. This is not by in any way true, but you've you've been Scorsese's been out there doing some stuff, maybe handling a bigger story until you're back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's been <laughs> stuff going on in in the in the background. There's been that, things. Yeah, things that can be spoken about casually, things that cannot be spoken about casually. Um, there's stuff happening. Yeah, but that's what that's the one I'm excited for, and. Um, yeah, and then on on Instagram and Twitter, I'm uh, J T H A N Prime, J T H A N Prime. You can find me that way. Check him out. And then yeah. uh, any of you boys got any updates you want to hit hit the entire world with? Never. Everybody? The Gregor <laughs> Man has nothing ever. <laughs> <laughs> the Gregor Man abides. As always, for me, we are all spies.com for some uh, weird, surreal data bend art. That's also on uh, Twitter at We Are All Spies. And uh, always check moot.tv for past, present, and future episodes. And check out our store there if you want to support Let Me Ask You a Question. You can buy t-shirts with Anthony's face on them, or you can buy mugs, and we have the socks. Just any any support is uh, su- supportive. So we appreciate you listening. <laughs> check out moot.tv. That's what they say about support. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, One more time, thanks to Jonathan for coming on. Yeah. Guys, thank, my, you. My, thank you so much. My privilege and pleasure. It was This is fun. like our, our 10-year reunion as well as... Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, you gotta do it. Especially next time uh, I'm in the Northeast, we gotta hang out properly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Most awesome. definitely. Thank you so much for being here. All right, all right. I love you, world. I want to give you bang, kisses on your mouth bang, face and all that. Belly up a bump. All right, until next week. This is let me ask you a question. Mood TV. The dick pick episode? The old cheetah linger. <laughs>